Folks, financial experts thought we were in the clear. They were anticipating around six rate cuts by the Fed this year, and then the inflation data came out higher than expected again, just like we've been predicting. Friends, this isn't going away anytime soon. It can't. The U.S. is $34 plus trillion in the hole, and yet we keep printing money, which pushes the prices you pay every day even higher, whether it's at the grocery cart or at the gas store. So, You can either bury your head in the sand or you can do something about it. Diversify a portion of your savings into gold with Birch Gold Group. Gold is your hedge against inflation and Birch Gold makes it easy to own. They will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered IRA in gold and you don't pay a penny out of pocket. All you got to do to get started, text Just News to 989898 and get your free info kit on gold. Then talk to a precious metal specialist on how to protect your savings from persistent inflation. The way to do it with gold. All you got to do to get started on that journey with my good friends who I trust more than anyone at Birch Gold Group, text Just News to 989898 right now. Hello, America, and welcome to the Martin Luther King Jr. Holiday Special Edition of John Solomon Reports. Happy Monday. Thank you for tuning in. We've got a great guest today. Joining us from the great state of Georgia is a great congressional candidate. He is a man who started his own trucking business, and it grew to more than 100 rigs. He's a quintessential American business success story, and he's decided now, after all the success he's had in business, to, well, you know, go into politics, try to make the country better. Joining us today is Mike Collins. We've had him on the show once before, but he enjoyed him. We're going to bring him back. So much to talk about today in Georgia with elections, with the recent visit by President Biden to the state, which seemed to backfire for Democrats. So many important topics to cover there. Election integrity, of course, the ballot harvesting. We're going to get to all of that. But before we do that, we're also going to talk about some headlines today. I want to step back and take a look, particularly in light of the president's speech last week, where he called efforts by states to exercise their constitutional right to regulate elections, a form of Jim Crow 2.0, basically racial disenfranchisement of voters. I'm going to tackle that because there's an interesting disconnect in what the president said and what black voters actually think as measured by polls. If the polls are true, Joe Biden and black voters are on a collision course. He's forcing something onto black voters, telling them it'll help them that they don't want. They actually want something else. And we're going to get to that in a second. Also, a lot to talk about on the election integrity front because many states are beginning to show signs that they have found problems with the 2020 election. A year, 14 months, 15 months after the election, Wisconsin is the latest one. We talked about it in passing last week, but I want to dig into all of the court rulings in the last few weeks that show that the courts are allowing investigations to continue and are finding that actions taken by election regulators in some of the most important battleground states, well, they were downright illegal. Two very important issues. Now, before we tackle that, before we get to Mike Collins, let's take a quick commercial break here from our great sponsors, our great advertisers. When we come back, I'm going to take on a couple of those big stories we just talked about right after this commercial break. Folks, Field of Greens is the healthiest thing I do every day, and I want you on this journey with me. Why? It's literally one scoop a day. It tastes great. 
I love the fruit flavors particularly, and it's completely improved my life and my health. This is nutrition the way nature intended. When I began taking a hard look at why I wasn't feeling good and why I felt unhealthy, why I was gaining weight, why I was losing energy, it wasn't just because I had hit my 50s. No, it was because I wasn't getting the right amount of fruit and vegetables in my diet. And listen, it's, I'm just too busy to go to the store, clean up the vegetables, cook a, a vegetable dinners and make sure I hit the fruit. A field of greens stepped in. One scoop of powder in my drink or on my eggs in the morning and boom, I was off and feeling better. And suddenly I was losing weight. I was sleeping better. My metabolism went up. My blood sugar went down. My cholesterol went down and my weight went down. And my doctor said, hey, whatever you're doing, keep it doing. You know what that is? It's Field of Greens. That's what I've been doing. Field of Greens is radically different. Each organic fruit and vegetable was medically chosen to support heart and vital organ health. I trust Field of Greens to keep me healthy. I promise you, you're going to love this product. But if for any reason you don't, they'll give you 100% money back guarantee. Now, you're going to get 15% off your first order plus free rush shipping because of the incredible partnership we have here at Just the News with Brick house nutrition and of course field of greens all you got to do to take advantage of this offer visit fieldofgreens.com and use the promo code just news that's promo code just news at fieldofgreens.com don't wait go to fieldofgreens.com today use the promo code just news for 15 percent off folks financial experts thought we were in the clear they were anticipating around six rate cuts by the fed this year and then the inflation data came out Higher than expected again, just like we've been predicting. Friends, this isn't going away anytime soon. It can't. The U.S. is $34 plus trillion in the hole, and yet we keep printing money, which pushes the prices you pay every day even higher, whether it's at the grocery cart or at the gas store. So you can either bury your head in the sand or you can do something about it. Diversify a portion of your savings into gold with Birch Gold Group. Gold is your hedge against inflation, and Birch Gold makes it easy to own. They will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered IRA in gold, and you don't pay a penny out of pocket. All you got to do to get started, text Just News to 989898 and get your free info kit on gold. Then talk to a precious metal specialist on how to protect your savings from persistent inflation. The way to do it, with gold. All you got to do to get started on that journey with my good friend, who I trust more than anyone at Birch Gold Group. Text Just News to 989898 right now. All right, folks, welcome back from the commercial break. And in a few seconds, we're going to be talking to Georgia congressional candidate Mike Collins, a self made entrepreneur now making the leap into politics like so many business people. It's an important dynamic of people who've seen the effect of regulation, of tax increases, of wild government spending, and now say, listen, I want to bring my business discipline, my business know-how to Congress, to politics. It's happening all across the country. Mike Collins is one of those, and we'll have him here in just a few seconds. Now, I want to go back to last week, and we're going to talk to Mike Collins about this because it occurred in Atlanta. Joe Biden Well, he had some very strong words for states like Georgia that require voter ID that have increased the all-around need to really have increased election integrity measures to make sure that it's easy to vote, but harder to cheat, harder to cheat. And that's, that's really what has been going on. But what the president said in Georgia was that these efforts to require voter ID to have paper ballots as a backup for machine counting, all of those measures, it is 
a form of Jim Crow 2.0, that it, and those who resist his legislation to federalize national elections, well, they're the old segregationists. Now, those words backfired quite a bit. Lots of Democrats, including Nancy Pelosi, Dick Durbin in the Senate, rejected the president's efforts to attack people like Joe Manchin and Kirsten Sinema and his own party. They're not segregationists. They have some real issues with how Joe Biden and Chuck Schumer want to change the filibuster role, still affect or create a national standard for elections when the Constitution has always given the state legislatures the power to set election law. But Joe Biden has done something really interesting. He continues to argue that his two voting rights bills, which, by the way, would ban voter ID for absentee ballots, would require ballots to be sent out whether or not someone requested them, that those are the right approach for the country. And, you know, listen, there's a legitimate debate. Democrats want to vote one way. They treat ballots like mass mail. And and Republicans want to treat it in the traditional way, that it's a sacred right of Americans to vote and it should be protected. Those who have a legitimate need for absentee ballots get it in the Republican model, but those who don't should show up at the voting booths and vote there in a secure, safe system. That is the Republican model. Joe Biden likes the California model. Send it to everybody, allow harvesting, do all the things that Democrats want to make voting more widespread, but also potentially more ripe for abuse and cheating and fraud. Well, he keeps calling this, these efforts in the states like Georgia to require voter ID, a quote, attack on our democracy. He said it again today in his Martin Luther King Day speech. The attack on our democracy is real. In his time, through his courage, his conviction and his commitment, Dr. King held a mirror up to America and forced us to answer the question, where do we stand? Whose side are we on? or in another moment right now where the mirror is being held up to America. Now, I think that's true. That's what Joe Biden just said. I read those exact words from his speech. But I think the mirror may have a lot more to do with people's concerns about rising crime, rising illegal immigration, rising inflation, the failed withdrawal from Afghanistan. They seem to be a lot less concerned about the requirement that some states like Georgia have, that they have a voter ID. Why do I say that? Well, there was a stunning poll last week that came out in the state of Michigan. Of course, a state that has a large black population, particularly in Georgia. It has a battleground signature, right? It's one of the most important states in the country. But Americans for Citizen Voting surveyed 1,000 general election Michigan voters. Pretty good size sample. And it found more than 75% of participants support a requirement to show a government-issued photo ID in order to vote. You ready for this? They say, okay, well, maybe that's true, but black people, black voters, African-Americans, they don't feel that way. Guess what? African-American residents in the state had a higher support for voter ID. They were 79%, actually higher than the general public at 75%. A majority of African-Americans in Michigan support voter ID because they understand it is a sure way to validate a voter ID to make sure that you do your vote does count and someone else's vote doesn't cancel you out because they cheated or committed fraud or did something else. That is a remarkable statistic. And by the way, these stats have been out there 
all last year. We did a poll at Just the News. Rasmussen did a poll. Many other people did a poll. People support voter ID. It is not Jim Crow 2.0 in the minds of most Americans, and particularly in the minds of African Americans, which raises a question. If Joe Biden claims he's trying to help black voters, why is he giving them something they don't want and rejecting something they do want? Maybe the answer is because the Democrats' electoral strategy the ability to beat Republicans relies on things like mass mailing of ballots, harvesting, no voter IDs or loosened voter IDs. Well, I know that is their strategy because I gave you a memo last week on our site written by the great Democrat election lawyer, Mark Elias, that laid out those four pillars, those pillars of winning for Democrats. And it meant changing the rules, altering the rules, mass mailing ballots, getting rid of voter ID and other security requirements. Hmm. Maybe this has more to do with winning elections than making elections more secure or solving the true and necessary concerns of African Americans. Maybe Joe Biden isn't listening to their concerns because if this poll is correct, well, I'll be darned, it undercuts the entire argument Joe Biden and Kamala Harris have been making, whether in Atlanta last week or on Martin Luther King Day today, where They invoked the great name of the civil rights leader, Martin Luther King, to make a play for what really is a nationalization of election laws, something our founding fathers always avoided when they gave that power to the state legislatures. Very important story. Now, on that front, while we're talking, my great colleague, Natalia Middlestad, has a wonderful story on the website this morning at Just the News. Check it out. It's very important to take a look at what she wrote, because it's sometimes easy. The mainstream media keeps saying, there's nothing left to look at in the 2020 election. Don't look there. It's done. It's over with. Why are you wasting that time? It's a big lie. It is a fraud on the American people to say anything went wrong in the general election, except for one problem. The courts are increasingly allowing investigations to go forward because they have found reason to do so. There is mounting evidence of irregularities. There are overwhelming evidence now, court-declared evidence, that Democrat liberals rigged the election rules in a way that they weren't entitled to do. Election bureaucrats, Democratic secretaries of states, they took actions that courts have since concluded were illegal. And there's two of them in Wisconsin. First off, Wisconsin Election Commission allowed counties to have their voters declare themselves permanently homebound so that they wouldn't have to use voter IDs to vote by absentee. If you truly are invalid, if you truly are suffering from a disability or an illness that prevents you from being able to leave your home to go get a confirmation of voter, you are entitled under Wisconsin law. But what the Wisconsin Supreme Court ruled is that there is no justification to law to say, just because COVID was out there and I was afraid to go out, That is a reason to skip your voter ID. The Wisconsin Supreme Court ruled that was a erroneous, illegal change in the election rules. And it affected as many as 250,000 Wisconsin residents who voted that way, which is interesting because the state only was decided by 20,000 votes, Joe Biden over Donald Trump. It could have had a material effect on the election. It probably did have a material effect on the election. And one of the most important things to remember is that most of the 
90 cases that were related to the 2020 presidential election, only 25 of the 90 were decided on the merits. Most of those were dismissed on technical grounds, like no standing. So we never got to the real issues. But those real issues are now coming to the forefront. For instance, in Pennsylvania, the Democratic Attorney General of that state, Josh Shapiro, has been ordered by a court to comply with a subpoena seeking information on about 9 million voters that is being sought by the state Senate. They want to do an audit of 9 million voters, and he's been ordered to turn over those records. The court found there was a compelling enough reason for the legislature to look at this, that it would be okay. Well, let me just go to another one that's, I think, very important. If you were to take a look in Wisconsin, not only at the Supreme Court level, but at the circuit court level in the county of Waukesha, that's, yes, that's the county, if it sounds familiar, that had the terrible Christmas tragedy, the gentleman from Milwaukee who ran over and killed several parade goers during the holiday parade. In Waukesha County, a judge last week ruled, get a load of this, last week ruled that absentee ballot drop boxes that were widely deployed across the state of Wisconsin under the authority of the Wisconsin Election Commission, that judge ruled, you ready? There was no such provision in law allowing that to happen. The legislature did not allow for drop boxes. It was an unlawful tactic spread across the state to collect tens of thousands of votes in a state where only 20,000 were collected. We're learning that 15 months after the fact. Now, there's no way to go back and put the toothpaste back in the tube for 2020, but this could have a profound effect on 2022 because Democrats will not be allowed to rely on a strategy of drop boxes if this judge's order is allowed to stand. It's almost certainly going to be appealed and go all the way to the Supreme Court of Wisconsin, but a big one. Now, also in Wisconsin, some of the witnesses, the Green Bay mayor, the Wisconsin Election Commission chairman, they have tried to avoid testifying in a Wisconsin election integrity investigation run by Justice Michael Gableman, the retired chief justice of the Wisconsin Supreme Court. There is a problem. The courts have said, right now, you have to comply. There is no reason to block these subpoenas. So there are judges that are allowing election integrity investigations to go forward, that are finding that rules in the state were not followed and laws were changed without the blessing of the legislature in violation of the Constitution. In Arizona, of course, we had the audit that flagged 50,000 ballots. And remember what we broke on this show just a few weeks ago, Brad Raffsenberger, the Secretary of State of Georgia, saying there is credible evidence, a credible allegation that there may have been illegal vote harvesting going on in the state of Georgia. That investigation is just launching right now. So when you hear the news media say, there's nothing more to look at on the elections, they're wrong. There's plenty to look at. Again, there may not have been widespread enough fraud to change the outcome. And right now, Joe Biden is our president, no matter what we find going forward. That's how the law works. We're not going to get a second chance. Donald Trump wants to replace him. He's going to have to do it in the 2024 election. But in the meantime, we're learning that that perfect election, that don't look here, there's no problems there, election that Democrats keep talking about, had a lot of irregularities, a lot of rule changes that might have been unlawful, questionable tactics, things still being investigated now, and courts saying there is grounds to investigate it. Well, that sounds a little different than the story that the mainstream media has been giving you. But you know what? 
That's why Just the News exists, so that we can continue to dig and find stories and get you the truth when the mainstream media and their Democratic allies want to sweep important issues under the rug. That's what they did after the Russia collusion delusion. That's what they did after the Ukraine impeachment trial. That's what they're doing now in the election 2020 questions. But we're going to keep at it, and that's why we're here. All right, we're going to take that quick commercial break. When we come back, Mike Collins, congressional candidate from Georgia, here to talk about all these issues and so many more. Georgia is going to be such a fascinating and closely watched election state 2022 and 2024 elections. We'll be right back after this commercial break. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be Continued at scs.georgetown.com. Edu slash podcast. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. All right, folks, welcome back for the commercial break. We've had him on this show before, but since that time, he has become first in the polling, first in the fundraising, first in cash on hand, first in contributions from Georgia. His name is Mike Collins. He's a entrepreneur, trucking executive running for Congress in Georgia's 10th district and in the lead on all of the key indicators as 2022 begins. Mike Collins, welcome to the show. John, I appreciate you having me on. It is not. It's an honor to have you on. So much has happened since the last time we had the pleasure of talking. But I want to I want to step back for a second because you have your finger on the pulse of the economy. You run a business. You know, you know what uh, uh, is going on. This president gave us a prescription at the beginning of his thing that he was going to get the economy running. Don't worry about inflation. It was transitory. Now it's not. Um, this last week has brought into focus an extraordinary record of failure. He can't get his BBB passed. He can't get his Voting uh, Nationalization Act passed. He can't uh, even get Democrats to agree to change the rules in the Senate. He goes down to Georgia to give a speech and it backfires, not among Republicans, among his own party. He loses in the courts on the vaccine mandate. And then these economic indicators come out nearly 10% on inflation and a 2% drop in retail sales during the heart of the Christmas season in December last year. Joe Biden's prescription for the economy, you knew it was going to be bad, but do you think most Americans now realize this country's on the wrong course? Oh, I'm sure they do. You know, John, he he got it running all right. He ran it straight into the ground. Uh, yeah, w- yeah. When, you, when you take over presidency and the first thing you do is cut off the energy independence that we had, yeah. uh, what, what did you expect to happen? And, and, of course, he doesn't stop there. With, with the continuous lockdown and the crackdown on people and their freedoms from coronavirus and this COVID, it, it was just natural that, that things were going to start shrinking. Um, we did. We have seen this coming for a long time, and and the inflationary part of it is what we've been talking about 
for a number of months. Not not just in the fact that your that the fuel prices have gone up, right. but you, John, you take a look at everything across the board, whether it's food prices, building supplies, or just your average vehicle. Everything is skyrocketing, and and it's all due to the fact that that a that that they have spent so much money and printed so much money that what today's dollar is only worth sixty cents as to what it was in two thousand. Yeah. It's amazing. It is amazing. And the only panacea now is to raise interest rates, which it sounds like the Fed's going to start doing in March, a year ahead of schedule. And all of a sudden, that $30 trillion of debt that we've amassed, most of it in the last 10 to 12 years, is going to cost a lot more to just service the debt, which takes more and more money away to do the basics of government. Is there a moment as a man who wants to be in Congress at the start of 2023 where Republicans who, by the way, and sometimes have been complicit in some of this runaway spending, that they realize they got to get to a balanced budget. They got to slow down the spending, reduce that debt, stop spending our great, 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 great grandchildren's wallets now. Do you think there's a reckoning moment for politicians to to get there? Uh, It will be after the midterm elections. You know, it, it, and, and the, the reason I say that is because you, you look at how many times we have had nothing but omnibus budget bills passed, uh, you know, indexed to whatever. And then you turn around six months later and you, you, you find out, wow, we don't have enough cash to cover the debt. So we've got to raise that. Yeah. And it's just been a continuous cycle. But, John, it, it, as sure as I am sitting here at my desk, I am confident that the midterm elections are going to be bringing a sweeping red wave of good, solid, conservative Republicans to the House and the Senate. And, and many of us are like me. We're just, uh, we're, we're just average business people. We're, we, we've never, never intended to be a professional people. politician. <laughs> no, I didn't. You yeah. know, if you'd have called me this time last year and said, Mike, what are you doing? I, I would have been taking the end of my pilot's lessons to, to learn how to fly so that my wife and I might could travel a little bit. So, no, this wasn't on my radar screen. But once it was determined that this was the path that I needed to take, John, yeah, we went full bore. And we run wide open because it is that important. And, and the American people see how important it is. Now, I don't think anybody can hide from the numbers that Joe Biden is putting up as far as his approval record and what the people out there are saying, even on how he's handling COVID. Yeah, listen, he just threw his hands up and said, there's no federal solution after running for two years, telling us he was going to impose the perfect federal solution. It is pretty remarkable. You have a great story. You have one of those Main Street America success stories that everybody loves. You start a business with one semi-truck. Today, you've got a fleet of 115 And it's your type of business that Joe Biden tried to impose the vaccine mandate on Supreme Court late last week, said, "Uh uh-uh, that's not lawful. You're not doing that. What did you think of that Supreme Court ruling? Well, it was obviously the correct ruling. You know, when when you let OSHA dictate and try to, to implement rule of law. That's not right. That, I think that's one of the big reasons that people are so fed up with Washington and, and, and the swamp up there is the bureaucrats that are running this show. And in this case, you got Joe Biden just turning it over to him. Yep. But uh, in, in the trucking industry, especially, John, we are the most regulated industry in the world. Right. Where else do you know that someone has to get up every day, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, for their entire career and write down, report exactly what they do every minute. 
And and it's that type of just overreach that has just been beat on for the trucking industry. You talking about somebody that understands how the federal government has just beat on somebody for thirty years? Yeah, uh, man, I've, I've I've saw it firsthand. Yes, sir. My brains have been kicked in. My teeth have been kicked <laughs> out for thirty years with this business. Yeah. So I know firsthand what it feels like, and and the drivers out there today, they've had enough to, you know. At, at some point, you say, you know, when is enough enough? And uh, and and if that had not have been stopped, you would have seen a sure enough uh, supply chain hiccup. Sure, uh, your industry would have been significantly hampered along with every other one it is it is a pretty remarkable moment i want to uh, turn to a state that i spent a lot of time reporting in the last few weeks in fact a few months and that is georgia your home state great state the uh, brad raffsenberger the secretary of state has announced uh, in fact he did it on this show two weeks ago that there is uh, credible evidence that the Democrats, liberals, may have run an illegal ballot harvesting investigation. He's launched an investigation. It's at the preliminary stages, so we need to let it the evidence be gathered. But uh, you worked the polls. You were a, a poll watcher, a, a, an official observer. Um, are, uh, do you think this possibility that there was some cheating that went on and uh, people unlawfully gathering ballots, putting them into ballot harvest box, that that may become one of the defining stories of Georgia in 2022? I'm sure it will be. And it is still the number one issue in the state of Georgia Yeah, is the election integrity here. And and you're right. You know, I've, I've actually, I've been the uh, county chair here for seven years. So I've worked numerous polls yeah. for the elections. And and we saw uh, coming up to this election in November 2020, we saw that things were not exactly right. Uh, for instance, when I called in to uh, to ask, when do I need to show up so that we can uh, watch y'all do the signature verification? And we were told, oh, you know, you're not going to have to do that. We already have done that. I'm, so that's a little off here. Why are we doing yeah. this? Why are we not watching this? But that ballot harvesting, uh, and I'll give you another example. We, I, I was standing there watching, and a young lady brought in a whole stack because we only had one drop box in our right. county, and it was right outside the administration building, so you had to bring them in during the hours. But in that stack of ballots that were brought in, which is supposed to be confined to your household, right? You know, there was only one that was signed. Wow. And so when the young lady was called, she came back up there and she said, well, you know, they're out in the car. I'll go get them and they come in and sign them. Well, John, you know, like I did, nobody ever came back. She left. Yep. And so after the allotted time, those those ballots were, were not any good. They were spoiled, right? Yeah. But they were spoiled. But I guarantee you, you take counties like Fulton County and and we need to see an audit and you will see, because I guarantee Fulton County sat up there and said, they're not going to come out at us. Nobody's going to come check us. Never have. Right. And you're going to find that's where your problem was. Exactly what you have found in your reporting. Yeah, it's it's fascinating. And it's funny that we're, I mean, it's not funny, but it's, it's, it's amazing to think that we're almost two years from that election and we're still learning the truth about what, on, what went on there. Late last week in the state of Wisconsin, a judge ruled that under Wisconsin law, there was no provision for those drop boxes. And that, so therefore, all the drop boxes distributed across the state in 2020 were unlawful and they can't be used in 2022. Think about that. It's 
14 months after the election when that ruling comes out and we're still realizing that some of the rule changes and things that were done without legislature's blessing are now being declared illegal by the courts. Um, what would you like to see? Obviously, Georgia took the lead, right? They jumped in last March, got that first legislative bill and election integrity bill. Do you think there ought to be some more tweaks and, and tucks to that this year before the 2022 election gets fully underway? You know, I would I would like for us to do away with the Dominion machines altogether. Yeah, a lot if, of candidates and, are talking about that. Yeah. Well, and, and you know, they, they may be the best thing since sliced bread. I don't know. But when you lose the trust and the confidence of the people that are going to use them, then then it's time to change. You know, mistake or good or bad, and, and, and it's real easy to do. You know, I've, I've been saying for several weeks now, just call the governor down there in Florida and ask him where he orders his paper ballots from. Right. And go back to paper. It's, just it's emulate what difficult. Florida's been doing. That's it. We don't yeah. have to reinvent the wheel. Just steal theirs. That's funny. Yeah, I've talked to a lot of folks, Butch Jones, just a lot of different people that right now feel like that's going to be a potential solution in Georgia. That'll be a historic moment if that happens. Well, and, and it's not that difficult to do. But uh, another thing they need to get rid of is this no excuse absentee ballots requesting just for any reason an absentee ballot. You, We have way too many days now to vote. When you've got over three weeks to go uh, to vote at your voting precinct, and then you also have no excuse absentee ballots. It just doesn't make any sense. It still gives it that 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 ability for people to uh, to do things that aren't on the up and up. Yeah. And that's that's the two things I think that would be a big help right now. Yeah, restoring that confidence to the voters is so important. People, it, it gets lost in this current debate. But if people don't trust the vote, they're not going to exercise their right to vote. And that's bad for democracy. And I think a lot of people like yourself are getting to some of the core issues in 2022, maybe the year where most of that gets resolved uh, yeah. last week. And good, good Lord willing, though, that they'll they'll go ahead and fin- and, and they'll audit these. And that's the other key to this is yep. to audit. Yeah, we need to pop the hood, look up under there and see what happened. Those cameras were put out there for a reason, so they could be audited. But no one bothered to look at them until True the Vote went and got the, the video footage. So. A missed opportunity by government, but fortunately, private initiative started this um, harvesting investigation because someone looked at them, which is a good thing. I want to get your reaction. Joe Biden was in uh, Atlanta last week, uh, whipping up his support for his national takeover of, of elections, and uh, it didn't go well. It didn't go well for a Republican audience because, well, it wasn't going to. But he had problems in his own party. Stacey Abrams, the the big voting activist in Atlanta. She doesn't even show up for it. Several people, Nancy Pelosi, Dick Durbin in the Senate and House, they criticized the president for saying, anyone who disagrees with my way of how I want to nationalize these elections, well, they're just a segregationist. That really backfired, didn't including in his core audience. Oh, it did. It did. You know, I think I think Stacey Abrams is uh, busy reorganizing her sock drawer or something. <laughs> yeah, she could just couldn't find the time to show up for the president. Amazing. Yeah, but uh, and, and and probably good reason. When you listen to his speech, I think I think somebody told him to put his angry voice on. Yeah, and it just uh, it just showed how petty and how big of a political stunt that it was. You know, and the thing is, John, if you say, okay, tell me what. Georgia did to violate the voting rights of any citizen now, because this deal was struck on the side 
That's and right. it was illegally it was illegally done by our was Secretary of State. Yeah. Yeah. It was a settlement. But we went back basically to what we and I say basically because we still got the stupid drop boxes out there. But we went back to what we had in twenty sixteen. Now if it was all so bad, where's Biden been? He was he was VP for eight years. Where's he been? Where have they been? They could have been arguing this for decades because it just got changed. Yeah. Yep. And now it's changed back. So uh, it, it really doesn't hold any water. And I have not heard them say anything yet. Give me some specifics because the, the, everybody, every legal person in the state of Georgia can easily go vote. Yeah, and, and for several days. And, you know, we've made voting so much easier to do. And now the key is to get that cheating harder to do. And I think we're in that that process right now, which really makes it interesting. Uh, last question, Mike. I, I know you're busy. As you step back now and as you queue up for the, the, the key part of the election year, what are the most important things on Georgia voters' minds? What are those issues that are going to drive them to vote and make a decision about who controls Congress in the November election? Every time we go out there and talk and we talk to people, they, they are looking for somebody to just go fight. And I mean fight. They, they are tired of getting rolled. They are tired of getting hammered on. And, and, and they're tired of people going to Washington saying one thing. And then when they get up there, it's a whole different ball game. Yep. And either they are getting rich as, as all get out. Or they, they get up there and it's that go along to get along so that I can get reelected. And people are just so tired of that. They want their finances in. If they want the, the federal government to run their business like they have to run their personal household business or like their employer or their, if they are an employer, like they have to run their own business. And by God, we are just about at the end of the rope. And if we don't get our handle on, on, on our borders, on our elections, if we don't get a handle on big tech with the social media and break that mess up, and, and if we don't start, our, our constitutional rights have been, uh, they're, they're being infringed on every day. Yeah. And, and, and if we don't send some folks up there that are, that are willing to stand up and not bend and that are willing to say, you know what, if I get beat up on and I get sent home in two years, so be it. But I'm going up there, and this is my agenda. I want my America First agenda back. I want you out of my back pocket, and I want you off my back. And besides that, start taking care of China. Because if we don't start taking care of China and reel them in, we're all going to be speaking Chinese. There is a moment of extraordinary recognition of, of, of the threat that China poses to American sovereignty. And I think people are waking up to it. And certainly on the right, they've been woken up to it since Donald Trump drove that issue in 16. But even those now that I talk to in the Democratic circles or in the independents, they're starting to recognize that it is a clear and present threat to American security. And it's, uh, it's going to be interesting to see that education. I've had a lot of people say to me in the last year, what we need from the next generation of American politicians are people who say what they mean, mean what they say, and do what they say. And it sounds like that's what exactly what Mike Collins for Congress is doing. It's great to have you on the show again, Mike, and we'll hopefully get you back again as the, as the year unfolds. Well, we'd love to come back anytime. All right. Thanks again for your time and for all the wisdom you shared today. Thank you. All right, folks, we're going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, we're going to wrap things up for the day.
Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. All right, folks, welcome back for the commercial break. So glad you could join us for the interview with Mike Collins. Get a chance to meet someone who aspires to lead in Washington, to be a member of Congress, who's, by the way, in the middle of a lot of these very important questions that are going on in America each day. It's exciting to have high-quality guests like that in the system and being able to talk. All right, we've got a great lineup of shows all this week. Big guests, big news. So hold on to your seatbelt and buckle up. We're going to have a great week of groundbreaking news, some exclusive stories coming up, lots to be excited about. But first, I want to ask you to keep in mind our great sponsors, our great supporters, advertisers. They make the show possible. And people say to me, what can we do, John, to help you and the Justin News team? One of the answers is support our advertisers, support our sponsors, buy their services, buy their goods. And here's why. Not just because you're supporting us, but because the products are great. You know the people I'm talking about. Take, for instance, Omaha Steaks. They have some of the best brands of meat you'll ever get. Some of the highest quality meats delivered to your door. Freeze-dried, perfect. You throw them right in the freezer when they arrive. They're still frozen. You pull them out. You can have a great steak dinner. You can have a great burgers on the run. And if you use Just News as the code you get a huge savings every day. Remember to do that for our friends at Omaha Steaks. The same thing with so many of the other great sponsors. Andy's Kit Club, you know what to do with them. They're so important. We've got great products, great supporters of the show. You can do me a favor by checking them out, using the Just News code in most cases to make big savings and get high quality services and product. What a great opportunity. One of the many reasons we have this exciting partnership here at Just the News. It isn't just a news site. It's a community. You get discounts. You get so many amazing things. We're very excited to be a part of that, to share those opportunities when they allow themselves. All right, folks, that's it. Wraps up another day. Happy Martin Luther King Jr. Day to all those who fought in the civil rights movement of the 1950s and 60s and 70s. Your sacrifices are not forgotten. They are remembered and cherished. We are a better country for your sacrifices, those of Dr. King and so many others. And also, let's not cheapen the memory, the legacies, the accomplishments of that generation of civil rights leaders with fake, faux, exaggerated, untrue claims of Jim Crow 2.0 in America today, as we mentioned earlier, it is pretty clear African-American voters, 
They like voter ID. They don't see it as Jim Crow 2.0. Mr. President, Mrs. Vice President, for goodness sakes, go check out what African-American voters are saying. You and they are on different pages. All right, that wraps it up. May God bless you and may God bless this extraordinary country of the United States. You've been listening to John Solomon Reports, the podcast from Just the News. Folks, financial experts thought we were in the clear. They were anticipating around six rate cuts by the Fed this year, and then the inflation data came out higher than expected again, just like we've been predicting. Friends, this isn't going away anytime soon. It can't. The U.S. is $34 plus trillion in the hole, and yet we keep printing money, which pushes the prices you pay every day even higher, whether it's at the grocery cart or at the gas store. So, You can either bury your head in the sand or you can do something about it. Diversify a portion of your savings into gold with Birch Gold Group. Gold is your hedge against inflation and Birch Gold makes it easy to own. They will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered IRA in gold and you don't pay a penny out of pocket. All you got to do to get started, text Just News to 989898 and get your free info kit on gold. Then talk to a precious metal specialist on how to protect your savings from persistent inflation. The way to do it with gold. All you got to do to get started on that journey with my good friends who I trust more than anyone at Birch Gold Group, text Just News to 989898 right now.